0: Nailed it. That was that clap was way off, but whatever, we'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it's
0: perfect for me. It's way off for everybody else. I honestly don't know. They might be way like perfect, but the internet makes it seem weird. I don't, yeah, I don't right. know how machines work. Anyway, all this in. I'm leaving all of it, and welcome to. The podcast from which I took a week off because I was feeling really lazy and didn't have any friends to talk to. But today I have a friend and it's Bill Matz. It was the best of friends to have. Bill, hello. Hello, Hinkle. How are you? Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, well that's, that's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we just recorded BSH radio like an hour or two ago. Something. And we talked about aliens and hockey jerseys. So that's a Hopefully, people are enjoying that right now. Um, Do you
1: think you've ever run into an alien?
0: No. I don't think that they're, like, living among us. You don't think
1: they're, like, walking around? Mm Mm-mm.
0: Even though I have watched several episodes of Ancient Aliens that suggest that there have been... I think it was, like, the Eisenhower administration had an alien that, like, worked his way into the cabinet. And, like, everyone knew that he was an alien it was like an unspoken thing like he had like a human body and face I forget the name of him but if you're interested in this you could probably google it and it it will come up is it at the end of the original men in black when they're like Dennis Rodman's (laughs) an alien and Will Smith is like well what kind of disguise is that (laughs) (laughs) if I was gonna guess Dennis Rodman would definitely be an alien it's like because like some hiding in plain
1: sight yeah he's got green hands and he's seven four but he's got
0: a human yeah. face, so like I don't he's, know he's too big and he's weird, yeah. so he must be an alien <laughs> so how has quarantine been treating you?
1: well, um, you know it's great <laughs> no, actually, I had a funny story to tell uh so i'm I'm like a big i'm like an uncoordinated i don't like a dog on two legs like you what? know when your dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, when what? your dog's up on his hind legs, that's me <laughs> in life. Uh, so, my, my basement bathroom uh, is really, really small. Like, this entire finished basement you, uh, that I'm in, uh, that I record from, like, it's very obvious the landlord has done it himself. Oh, yeah. And while it looks pretty good, it's just not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> And the yes. bathroom is literally, like, the size of the table I'm sitting at. So last <laughs> night, I'm I'm sitting there and tweeting, doing some stuff, and I somehow <laughs> knocked, like, this pipe out, this exposed pipe from under the sink, and I can't, like, get it back in. Like, it was just, for over a year now, it has just been, I guess, perfectly placed, so it did not leak when you ran the sink ran the sink but fuck if i can get it back in that perfect position now so we cannot use our basement sink it's oh, so no. that's how quarantine's going for and i'm like telling ava this story and i'm like i'm just doing my normal routine and i like very gently bumped it <laughs> and she's like you don't very there is no way that this is completely <laughs> true she's like you can't
0: gently tiptoe no, you're not a very gentle man, but I don't think that's a bad thing. It's
1: just, I just, I don't, you know,
0: it's like I can't control my
1: volume. That's my whole yeah. body. It's not just yeah. my volume.
0: No, Yeah. this is you authentically. So we'll, oh, yeah. how's straight.
1: quarantine going? It's good. Um, you know, I'm watching way more wrestling than ever. That's probably really healthy, healthy <laughs> for a 31 and a half year old man.
0: Um, so I know Ava's still going to work. Are you still going to work? I'm here with you right now. No, No, this is not, this is fake work. I'm not like real work. (laughs) No, I am, uh, I am,
1: my only real job at WIP was uh, remote broadcasts. I set up when Mm. we were in Chickies and things like that. And since, you know, uh, bars are closed, I have no job there. I was going to fill in for somebody on the morning show and that got shut down. They're like, No. no, anyone who hasn't been in the building isn't allowed in the building.
0: You're essentially just, like, an extension of Ava, and she goes there every day. That's what I said. I'm like, she's fucking, (laughs) I'm, I live with her, and she's here
1: every day. Like, what is the difference? I, if it wasn't for walking the dog, I would have not been outside this whole time. (laughs) For the first uh, three weeks, my life didn't really change. Okay. Now I'm like, oh, man. I don't know. It starts, It gets boring, right? It's getting real fucking boring.
0: It's weird, like, the difference between not doing something because you choose not to do it and not doing something because you don't have any other option. Yeah. Like, that little change makes things very different, and I don't like it.
1: Yeah, no, like, there were some friends who had some people over the other night breaking quarantine, and I was like, I... I don't even want to go there normally, but it's the only thing I want to do right now.
0: Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I would like to go expose myself. Yeah to coronavirus just so that I can see some people easily
1: easily that's and it's so, like every weekend now we're going back to Jersey we stay with Ava's parents because just oh, nice. it's just her mom and her dad and her dad's had a lot of health issues if you're listening and you know like he became paralyzed this summer it's a whole thing only his mom's or only you know Ava's mom's there to you know really care for him and all so we go back on weekends to give her a break the suburbs are so much more are so much different than the city because oh really well the city he's so creepy because after like nine o'clock all of a sudden the streets are empty and that never happens no the suburbs it's like kind of quiet all the time anyway
0: mm. but
1: then you go to a business and it's just like yeah the liquor store isn't letting people in without a mask and i'm like yo it's the end of april how are people still not grasping the mask thing yeah and like the one carry-out place is only doing curbside and it's just a line of cars around the block <laughs>
0: It's weird, like, I have, um, my uncle lives in Philly, and he came down to Delaware to do, like, a big haul grocery shopping thing, like, he drove down to just, like, buy a bunch of shit in his car, because he lives in Old City, and he, like, doesn't drive usually, so there's, like, no real good supermarket around there. So anyway, he was saying that when he came to Delaware, he was, like, fearing for his life, because the suburban people were just not taking it as seriously like he said that he could walk around old city in the middle of the day and not see a person for like 10 blocks and meanwhile like in Delaware people are walking around the shop right no mask on bumping into each other like nobody gives a shit oh I
1: will say like it became it became more serious in the suburbs far more recently
0: Mm, like okay
1: on some nice days in Philly there are people walking around like especially recently when it's been nothing but rain and then one random super nice day and everyone's just like fuck it but they put a mask yeah. on like in the suburbs it took a while for people to be like oh i guess uh my uh like i, I guess i can't go to
0: this place anymore i'm like no it, it's handmade ice cream they're closed <laughs> 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 You know what? that makes me laugh because so there's this ice cream place up here called cows it's actually from PEI, But it's like the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. And usually they have like a stand down at like the touristy part of the harbor front. But then they also have like a storefront in the suburbs. And like last week, somehow it didn't occur to me until last week, like, I'm not going to have any fucking cow's ice cream (laughs) the whole time that I'm here. And so, like, I started, like, calling the storefront, like, hoping maybe they would do, like, curbside or something, but the ice cream place is yeah. not open. I uh,
1: <laughs> I suffered the irony of going into Wawa the other day, wearing a mask, you know, to protect my lungs, <laughs> and buying a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and I was... I was like, the irony is not lost on me. And the lady behind the counter is like, "This is all anyone's coming in for. Like,
0: yeah, right. It's the reason we're open. <laughs> no one's giving up any vices. Oh right no, now. that's the liquor store is
1: constantly packed. And that's like in Jersey, at least when we go there every weekend, I can get actual liquor because the only thing open in Philly are beer distributors. Mm-hmm. You can apparently they've somehow figured out online ordering for the liquor." Uh, but it's, every time I go to the website, it's just like, yeah, we're still down, so I don't fucking know.
0: Which is, like, actually pretty remarkable, given that it's, you know, run by the government. Oh, I'm shocked. Although, although the the liquor stores are government-run here, um, like they are in all of Canada, but they made it clear, like, from the jump, as soon as they started closing things, they were like, we're not closing the liquor stores. Because the liquor stores here are where you buy the booze. And also the weed.
1: Okay. And they were
0: like, we're not closing it. And they were essentially like, it would be worse for us to have a bunch of people going through withdrawals from alcohol and cannabis Oh no, that's than like just the, leave these
1: open. I didn't even think about it, but I saw someone put on Twitter, like, we're worried about our medical system being overrun. Well, if we have a bunch of alcoholics who suddenly start going through withdrawal, that's going to happen. I didn't yeah. even think about it like that. I was like, fuck, I'm stuck at home. I need some goddamn tequila right <laughs> before the shakes start yeah it's i can get by with just beer during the week but <laughs> be realistic i am happy to know it i i, I will pass along though
0: all of uh all my dealers they have remained open this whole time so good for them yeah. i've become a, a pot person now so i'm gonna have to like talk to some of you people i need to figure out where to like acquire drugs that's now we were because...
1: texting we were texting about it the one night i wasn't sure if you were just like having some fun, or if this is, like, your thing now.
0: I mean, it's not, like, a, like an everyday <laughs> thing, but it's, like, when it's just, when you just can pop up to, this, like, the liquor store and go into the pot section and, like, ask the guy, like, so what will give me, like, a really mellow, like, long-lasting high, and he'll, like, go through all the stuff that you can buy, and then you just, like, buy it, and you go home, and it's, like, it's it's hard not to, because... It's literally like the least offensive drug in the entire world. Like, there's nothing. What's gonna make me
1: not care that I'm watching TV for nine hours consecutively?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The worst part is so, this shitty guy that I was seeing up here gave me these things called RSO caplets. Have you ever heard of this? No, I don't think so. It's like, hold on, let me see if I can show you. So, it's like an oil caplet sound effects for the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I have not... So, like, obviously I know what edibles are. But, like, this is like a... um So, it's like a pill that's full of oil. Oh, wow. Can see it. That's crazy. So, it's like a capsule and it's 30 milligrams. 30 milligram Rick Simpson oil. I don't know what the fuck that is. But, anyway. Ricky
1: LaFleur oil.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh... It takes, like, about... Two hours for it to really hit me, and then it's like a wave of relaxation, and then I'm literally so sleepy that I could die, and then I just pass out and sleep for like the entire night. It's that wonderful. sounds wonderful. <laughs> well, the thing that's super fucked is I have one, two, three, four, five, six of them left, and I'm leaving on Saturday, and I don't want to like risk federal prison by bringing them home with me, so now I'm like super pissed about it. <laughs> All right, like what am I gonna do with these? I'll put them in a balloon, <laughs> swallow the balloon. I've seen movies. I have heard that ah international's
1: different though. I don't know yeah. how that works. I was saying Somebody I have heard that if, just mail it. I have heard that if you check a bag, like you could get basically anything through.
0: Well, I've like put stuff in my checked bags that like you're supposed to pay duty on, like booze, and I've never gotten caught. I've that smuggled duty. Yeah. I've smuggled Kinder eggs into the country several thousand times and i've never gotten caught doing during that i just feel like i don't need the time that i get caught to be the fucking weed pills that will put me in prison <laughs> i'm just super paranoid about it that's fair no so that's a fair know. that's uh, a yeah. you know that whole
1: that whole international borderline thing
0: it's yeah that's annoying so somebody was like you, just you're just coming mail back it to yourself and not yeah saturday like for good days yeah wow yeah what a time to come back I know, right? When I planned all this it wasn't uh it wasn't like this. <laughs> no, it so
1: was, it was not. No, we were t- you were talking like about this. this before the new year I think you were saying.
0: Yeah, cuz when I came home for uh Christmas time, I think is when I told you guys that I was coming back. But um yeah, it's just kind of like so I haven't gotten a job up here and my old job isn't going to pay me to do my old job remotely forever because that was like a weird thing that they just let me do because they didn't want me to leave. And like, my sisters had babies and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, you know, I lived here. I essentially had a six month paid vacation. That sounds nice. So I can't really complain. It was nice. That's what I was going to say. Did you ask
1: about working remotely like before all this? But you don't want to miss out on the babies and stuff. Like, now they might be paying everyone to work remotely forever.
0: So they are. But, like, <laughs> yeah. before before this, like, working for the government is weird. I mean, on, on local level. Because I have, like, Albert works for the federal government, and he works remotely all the time. But there's, like, this weird thing, at least in Wilmington, where I think they just assume that if you're working remotely, you're not actually remote, like, working. So... Because of that, no one is allowed to work remotely. Like, if you want a day off, you're just taking a day off. Um, but when I told my boss that I was quitting, he was like, so I can't keep you as an employee and have you work remotely because they'll never let me do that. But if you want to quit and come back as a contractor and work remotely, we can do that. And I was like, okay. All right. So I've been doing my old job from up here and finding... Which I kind of already knew that I can do my entire job in approximately, like, seven hours a week. <laughs> so, like, I've been getting everything done that I used to do before, just not fucking around in an office all the time. No, I, which is nice. I, what I'm taking away, I've
1: never, like, worked in an office. Like, my jobs have always been in the food industry. And I worked in a warehouse for a couple years. And I sold Verizon Fios door-to-door for about a week. Um, I never like had an office setting, but it seems everyone now is like, yeah, it's very much about, it's very much office space. Um, I'd say in any given week I do about 45 minutes of actual work.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, that movie was extremely accurate. And the thing that's like super fucked is like, now everyone knows it. Yeah. So like, now what? Because the, like the point of fact is like. Are you paying me to keep me prisoner in a building for eight hours a day? Yes. Or are you paying me to do a job? Because if it's B, I can do the job anywhere in any amount of time and you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. But if it's A, then we all have to acknowledge that this entire system is fucking slavery bullshit. No, they already they already yeah. paid for the buildings and now they're like <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> no, I'm wondering like how many how many industries, how many jobs, like, are going to use this as an... Ex- like, they were already getting rid of toll takers, and now that's just gone. It's just, hey, go through the Walt Whitman, and we'll bill you eventually. Like, they were going to do that anyway. When mm-hmm. when Pennsylvania reopens,
0: toll takers ain't coming back.
1: Like, that's no, over that's,
0: with. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's it's very clear to me, and I don't know if it's clear to other people, that, like, this idea that companies are... Shedding jobs and people and making people cut salaries because of this. Yeah, no. And like, it's going to go back to normal later. No, No, they were just like, oh, fuck, this is perfect. We can totally fire a bunch of people and no one will get pissed about it. It's never going to go back to normal. And listen, and yes, the th- there
1: are small businesses out there and there are real struggles for those people. I will acknowledge those, although my my party, the Democratic Party, never seems to <laughs> want to like acknowledge that those people exist. They do, and it is an issue. But like large companies, yeah, this is a good excuse.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, Small businesses don't get shit. Like, no one's going to help fucking bomb bomb stay open no. from the federal government. Like, they're just going to have to figure it out. And if they can't, then they're totally fucked. Meanwhile, an airline that makes, you know, $7 billion a year in profit is going to get bailed out because, oops, they bought back all of their shares. Now they don't have any money saved up. The
1: lay has, yeah, no, exactly. That's, they're going to, all these companies are going to buy their shares and then be like, oh... That's why we opened them up for public. Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, fuck. No, yeah. but yeah, like, the last flight I took, Kelly, they wouldn't let me
0: bring a bag. It's, I'm already, like, I've already prepared myself to pay, I'm bracing myself for, like, $300 in bag of cheese on Saturday.
1: No, that's, I can't imagine, like, considering you moved there. Like, I went to Clearwater from Philly. <laughs> it's a two and a half hour flight. And they're like, yeah, you can't, uh, you can bring like a
0: purse. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So here's the thing. Like, I'm a simple person. I don't even have that much stuff. I have three suitcases. <laughs> I'm allowed to check zero of them. I was going say, so that's the sm- two
1: grand right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So like the smallest one that can fit in the overhead and my backpack, those come with me on the airplane. The other two, I'm going to have to pay for. One of them... I don't have a scale, but there's absolutely no fucking way it's under 50 pounds. And so, like, since it's like super dangerous for it to be over 50 pounds, they have to charge me money to make it undangerous. So, I'm assuming when they get the money, it becomes no longer dangerous. Yeah. It's wild. Well, the plane's balanced out now because we take the stacks of money and we put them on the other side to balance out the weight of your heavy ass suitcase. So, yeah, I've already like prepared myself. And it's just like, I don't know what the fuck else I'm supposed to do besides throw away my stuff, but I don't yeah, want to do that. So.
1: How many but- layers of clothes can one wear and still fit
0: in the given space? <laughs> so the funniest part is, like, when I started packing up my stuff um, earlier this week, I thought I was going to be slick. Like, I have one pretty big suitcase that my, like, little roll-on that goes in the overhead can fit inside. And I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll fill up the little one. I'll put the little one inside the big one and then I'll just put stuff around it and then I'll only have to pay for two bags. That dream lasted about 5 minutes because when I filled up the little one and then I looked at the amount of stuff I had left, I was like, "Oh. Fucking shoes take up a lot of space, don't they?" They certainly And plus like Yeah, they certainly Yeah, like I I've, I've been here since essentially, let's say October. So pretty much the whole time I've been here has been winter. So all of my stuff is like winter stuff. So it's not like I'm packing like flip-flops. It's like fucking boots and stuff like that. Like it's taking up a lot of room. But whatever. It'll be over soon. I don't really get stressed out about this kind of stuff cuz it's completely outside of my control. No,
1: yeah, that's I I tend not to worry about things I can't, Mm-mm. you know. I can only control my reaction to things, you exactly. know. Exactly. Uh, but it's starting to it's starting to get like all right, can we can we just Let's get yeah. some testing going on.
0: Could we do something?
1: Can I just shoot up some Purell and go to work? Like,
0: well, actually, it turns out that apparently you can ingest Lysol or whatever the fuck, and you'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just eat Lysol; it's fine. Um, how are you getting on with no sports? I'll tell you, like,
1: I mean, it sucks just for us. Yeah. Like, I wish there was hockey for. Uh, I have a lot of other things that I'm interested in, like. I don't know. I like a lot of shows. I like but recently, yeah, it is like I didn't know how much I cared about the NFL draft until and I watch it every year and my buddies and I drink beer and that's fine. But holy shit. Did like my friend made a power hour, like a whole freaking video. <laughs> we it was everyone I know on this Zoom call and we watched the whole goddamn draft. Like it was yeah, uh it's the thing I love about sports is the community aspect, and that's yeah. just like that's very much gone because the community's all sheltered in place. Uh, yeah, I like I I said I don't want like if hockey comes back before the general world reopens, I don't want no Stanley Cup that I can't celebrate.
0: So this, I'm actually surprised by how controversial. Me this too. Opinion People seems think I'm nuts. Today. Yeah. This fake-ass
1: Stanley Cup that we're going to, like, oh, cool, I'm going to high-five Ava, and then we're going to go watch some other TV show, because that's all this is going to be, some TV show. If I can't set off fireworks and do mischief after they win, (laughs) they didn't really win.
0: It's like, I don't know why, like, obviously if the Flyers win the Stanley Cup this season in front of nobody, like in North Dakota or whatever the fuck they'd be playing, Will I be happy? Yes. Will I, like, clap in my room alone? Yeah. Yes. But, like, it won't be... Like, you're kidding yourself if you think it's going to be the same as, like, when the Eagles won. It's absolutely not going to be because, like, even if you are sitting in a room alone when it actually happens, like, tomorrow you're going to go see your friends or you're going to call people or you're going to, like, run outside on the porch and bang pots and pans with your neighbors. Like, stuff's going to be happening. And if it happens this way, nothing's gonna happen. And I don't know why people aren't like, think it's weird that you won't want it to happen that way.
1: That's, I can legitimately say the night the Phillies won the World Series and the night the Eagles won the Super Bowl are the two most fun nights of my life.
0: That is. I'm the... not even an Eagles fan, and I had yeah, exactly. so much fun that I could. Yeah. You had to watch the game from the bathroom. Yeah. I had to. Every time I went, to... we were at Charlie's house, background story. Every time I went to the bathroom, you weren't there. No, you were at your other friend's house. Right? Yeah, I yeah, was you in deep there. South Philly. So um at Charlie's party for this game, every time I went to the bathroom, the Eagles would do something good. So like the I spent like the entire third quarter pretty much just like running back and forth to the bathroom to make sure that I didn't fuck up the game. <laughs> And then they won and then we like ran outside onto Broad Street from Charlie's apartment and we're like high fiving strangers and drinking out of champagne bottles and petting horses and like all kinds of crazy shit that you absolutely want to do when your sports team wins a championship. Yeah, you don't get to just backflip off awnings on Tuesdays. Like no. that, you know? And you can't do it six months after they win. No. Not the same. No, like that's the people oh well what if they have
1: the parade? I'm like, I don't even care about the parade. The parade's Mm-mm. the afterglow. Like, you know? The parade's also, the like one more drink to like, okay, and then a nightcap and then like it's all about everything leading up to it and calling out a work and fucking just every all the fun stuff that doesn't happen
0: if it's not real. Yeah, like I don't I don't know if people don't remember two thousand and ten or what, but like there was a lot of doing that made that fun. Like, I don't know about you, but if the Flyers were about to win the Stanley Cup in Philly, I would, like, sell all of my worldly goods to buy a ticket to ga- the game to be in the building. Like, I went to game six in 2010 by myself. It cost, like, $400 to sit, like, in the nosebleed.
1: I am in this business for one reason and one reason only. <laughs> to not miss this shit. <laughs>
0: We are all getting credentialed. Oh yeah, <laughs> Stanley Cup final. Oh, gets my god, to the oh, fucking! Fuck. I will be sitting inside the like uh, the big scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to be in the press box. Just let us stand somewhere. I don't even want to be in the press where. box. No, you can't. You're not allowed to cheer up there. Although, honestly, if they put me in the press box for like one game in the final, I'm fucking cheering. What are they gonna do? Throw me out?
1: <laughs> That's um. It was. A Rangers playoff game, that twenty what fourteen series against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple of games to that I was credentialed for. And one of them, I had a seat all the way at the far end of the press box where the Rangers' scratches were sitting behind me.
0: <laughs> and
1: fucking Dan Carcillo <laughs> scored a goal. And they went insane. And I I was like, they are professional athletes. <laughs> And I am at work. I cannot get in a fight. This is not like this is not like being at a Mets game in two thousand six. This
0: is, this is was it? Was it hard for you not to cheer in the press box? It would be extremely hard for me not uh, to cheer most of the time. No, like it
1: was. There were like a couple of instances where it was hard, and I can just remember this one time. Wayne Simmons had like this easy layup goal and a goalie made an incredible like kick save on him as he was just putting it in and i was like ah fuck and then everyone (laughs) in the whole press box was looking at me i was like oh my god i'm sorry i forgot where i was for a sec
0: (laughs) oh yeah i don't actually like this team i just cover them for work uh hold on a second i want to look something up here while you're doing that i have to
1: i've meant to do it on the previous show uh broad street hockey that we just Uh recorded but i got to give a shout-out to uh, Twitter pal Ace Boogie. He sent me an awesome flyer shirt. It's a black T-shirt, orange NWO logo on the front for the New World Order. And then you know Hayes, Hayes 13 on the back. So it's cool as hell. Uh, it's really awesome. He sent it to me. Let me bring That's up his That's kind of fun. Let me see. I don't actually remember his. Uh, God damn it. I'm on airplane mode. I know.
0: Nobody at, sends me any fucking gifts.
1: At boo underscore Dazzle. B-U-B-U underscore Dazzle is his, uh, is his name. It was, uh, Obviously. it was really cool.
0: How do you get people to send you things? Nobody sends me anything. I just ask for it. Do you? And then I Maybe pretend. The I'm ticket. like, oh, what do you want for it? He's like, oh, no, man. I'm like,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will send you feet pics in exchange for merchandise. Kelly, you better be, you just said that on the pod. Now you better be willing to pay up because people are going to be DMing you. Are you kidding? I would sell feet pics all day long. Like nothing else is going to be in the picture. But if you <laughs> want pictures of my feet and you're willing to pay me for them, I will indulge your kink. I don't give a shit. Give me 50 bucks. I'll give you pictures of my feet. I don't care. What do I care? Kelly's Whatever. not moving home.
1: She found a job. <laughs> I wish I could be one of how those is it, uh, How is it having roommates during this thing?
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, cause you're newly engaged, and so you like you really love Ava. Yeah, it's uh, two months to around being engaged. her. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Happy anniversary! Her ring's not in yet. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the but ring stores are all closed. I can't believe they're not in essential. Yeah. essential. That's surprising. I don't know. Like, I. It's been a long time since I've lived with anyone. Um, except for the fact that I, like, after I sold my house, stayed with my parents a little bit before I moved here. Um, so it's taken a lot of getting used to because I'm, like, a very particular person and, like, also kind of, like, a neat, clean, freaky person, especially in bathrooms and the kitchen. Um, so, like, adjusting to how other people do things in their house has been a lot. And now that no one's leaving the house, like, every little thing starts to drive you crazy. I assume this is what it's like to be married. Yeah. I don't know, though. Yeah. But, like, it's just, it's getting to, it's, it's getting to the point where I'm, like, happy to be taking a break from people. Like, I'm sad that I won't be seeing them all the time anymore. But, like, if I, if I had an opportunity to take, like, a three-day weekend away from them, it would be a good thing. No one should be with people 24 hours a day all the time. No, that's
1: like uh, divorce attorneys are going to have just they're not going to be able to keep up with everything that happens after all this.
0: It's a lot. Although I will say I live with they have little kids and that's kind of fun because you get to like do crafts and like play with toys and stuff. So that's kind of fun. That's good. Or like the other day I had to race a five year old down the street and he like legitimately beat me. (laughs) <laughs> oh no <laughs> It was like a, a real blow to the ego I was like I'm gonna let him win I was like I'm gonna let him win It's fine And then we started running And I was like How the fuck are he His little legs Moving this car? <laughs> what the fuck's going on And he beat me by like I don't know Like two or three strides He beat me to the fire hydrant And I was like Shit <laughs> I just got beat In a race That's Michael. why
1: I got fooled By fake Kelly The other night Cause I just oh. figured Those kids were Micah's kids Oh Yeah <laughs> And then I was like that was a man's
0: voice. That was odd. <laughs> that was Albert. Kelly's voice. I don't even remember why that he did that, but it was a uh... Every time I would see him post something on Twitter, I would have to like scroll back and be like, "What did I say?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, wait, it's not me." Cuz it's like my dumb face and my name. And then I'm like, "I don't think I made a mean tweet about Joe Biden yesterday." <laughs> oh no, it wasn't me, it was him. <laughs> That's it's all going it's going to kill
1: <laughs> it's gonna be Albert fucking around that sinks us.
0: Yeah, right. That or the inevitable Slack hack where all of our private words get leaked to the public. Oh yeah,
1: without a doubt. <laughs> That'll be great. Once someone finds like my porn hub it's over. Uh oh. Is that still free? I don't know. I haven't been in a while
0: either. Although I don't understand. I always like when I saw that it was free. I always wondered like. What do you get extra for paying? That's what I want to know. Like, there's a whole bunch of porn that's just free. Yeah, I don't need anything.
1: If it's, like, I don't need anything more.
0: No, like, I don't need, like, name brand porn. Like, the regular stuff. (laughs) It'll do the job. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, I'd prefer it. Yeah. Paying for porn makes it weird. I think. If it's free, then it's not weird. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'm going to make you do a thing that I do with everybody on this show, because it's funny to me personally. We're going to do a fuck, Mary kill, and I tailor them to the guests because I'm a consummate professional. That's you. So for you, you are going to be fuck, Mary killing uh, randomly chosen members of the 1999 Philadelphia Phantoms. (laughs) I really (laughs) thought that it was going to be you, Steph, and Charlie. Oh, God. That would be fucking weird. I don't know. I honestly don't want to know the answer to that. I don't think I do either. No, it's too much to think about. Just kill all three of us. That's the only one that makes any sense. I committed three murders and then jerked off. <laughs> okay, let me see which of these guys I'm going to make you. Okay, I'm picking Francis Lessard because I loved him. So Francis Lassard. Neil Little, and let's go real random with one. Andy Delmore. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, I don't even remember what Andy Delmore looked like. He was.
1: I feel like he was semi-attractive. I'll definitely marrying Neil Little. That goes without saying.
0: Yeah, that's Um, an
1: easy one. Andy Delmore, one-hit wonder. You know you can get that one good time out of him. So that's the fuck. (laughs) Uh, obviously, so you're referring Francis Lasard. Yeah, I guess I gotta kill Lasard. The one see, hit, well, I, it's it comes down to
0: the the playoff hat trick for Delmore. I guess so. See, I feel like Francis Lasard is crazy, so he's the one that you fuck because hmm. he's out of his fucking mind. That's so he'd fair. probably be good, but you definitely marry Neil Little yeah. and then see. Women default- are
1: nuts. That's the first thing you go to. You're like, he's out of his mind. You bang him.
0: I mean, it's only I assume in this exercise, it's just the one time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Cause when you
1: bang a crazy person, it's always just one time and nothing weird ever happens after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I wouldn't I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm a Christian woman. I'm looking at this roster now and there's like a lot of names that I completely forgot about. Cal McLean, He played three games with the nineteen ninety nine Philadelphia Phantoms. Jean Marc Peltier, I liked him so much that he was uh like my AOL instant messenger password was like JM Pelts and like whatever his number was. <laughs> he was gonna be it, man. That was he was I Carter thought for Hart sure. before his time. There were a number of goalies I thought were Carter Hart. Yeah. Max I I still Maxime Wallet. I really did think, which was kind of hilarious looking back. Mikhail Chernoff, I forgot about him. Sean O'Brien.
1: I remember O'Brien.
0: Jeff Tory. I don't remember him at all. But he played 76 games. Damn. Oh, see, this is the wrong roster. I fucked up. This is ninety nine two thousand. That's not the right roster. Ah. See, now we gotta start over. See,
1: not nearly enough Jeff Lank in there.
0: Yeah, right? Hold on a sec. Staples? I don't understand why the internet would reveal to me the 1999-2000 phantoms yeah, when I searched for 1999. It. That's not how hockey works. BJ Abel. Now let's bring him back. Hold on a sec. Not <laughs> bj Abel. Yeah. Oh, wait, they went in
1: 1998. Yeah, it was 97-98 when they won. Yeah. That's like the Manalock team.
0: There we go. Let's see. We have to redo this for posterity. Fair enough. Wikipedia is not helpful at all. I could look on my computer, but then people would hear me typing, and that's not professional. Whereas stalling like this while I'm looking up facts... Is professional. Clearly,
1: far more professional. (laughs)
0: It's much more professional to do it. I'm just
1: happy I finally have a mute button so I can sit here and drink beer and like just hit mute when I burp instead of having to edit it out later.
0: Does that even need to happen? I mean, I consider this show something that needs not be edited or taken seriously in any way. I assume that no one really listens to it. They listen to like the first seven or eight minutes and they're like, this is fucking boring. And then they turn it off. But who cares? Because I've already been. They listen, suckers. Oh, my God. I forgot that Mike Manilak was the MVP. Yeah, yeah. What a time to be alive. Peter White, top scorer. Did you like Peter White? I hated him. I just loved
1: him because he scored every game. Like, I had season tickets that year. Peter White, it seemed like he
0: scored every night. I hated him because uh, he was Bobby Clark's son-in-law. And that bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it
1: was a shrewd business maneuver.
0: Good on his part. Like, you're not going to get traded if you marry the GM's daughter. And then he was traded (laughs) a couple of times. He must have pissed her off or something. It's much like Triple H marrying Stephanie McMahon. It was shrewd business. That is shrewd business. He actually holds a ton of records for the Phantoms, Peter White. Single season assists... Single season points, career goals, career assists, career points, career penalty minutes. Pete Vandermeer, who didn't see that coming. <laughs> not even Jim like... Vandermeer. No, Pete. Pete was the crazy one, wasn't he? I feel like Pete was the crazy one. I, I don't. I do not remember. Yeah, I feel like Jim was like more of an actual hockey player, yeah. whereas Pete was just like Frank Violaus, but younger. Just, like, a crazy They person. just had so many fighters.
1: Like, it was such a, such a, such a fun time because they had, like, no prospects.
0: No. <laughs> like, that was the thing about the Phantoms back then. Like, it was not at all, like, a development team. It was just its own entity. It was just
1: another, it was a triple A, like, just a bunch of guys who weren't quite good enough for the NHL. And then one or two youngsters, like, Colin Forbes would come through and that would be exciting and then he'd be gone. They trade him for you know some other veteran.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Ninety seven, ninety eight roster. Okay, we're redoing. So now you have to fuck, marry, kill Frank by Lois. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna do all goons. Brant Myers. Ooh. And. Dave McIsaac.
1: All right, I'm marrying Dave McIsaac. Without bang a doubt, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's oh, he's good my choice. he's my boy. He like taught me to play defense just watching him. Um, <laughs> I'm banging uh, I'm banging Frank by obviously because I feel yeah. like I get the best of both worlds there because whenever you see uh whenever you see two dudes on TV like hooking up in a movie or something, mm-hmm. it always starts with like a wrestling match. So I feel like I get if me and him bang, then I definitely get to like fight him and then the sex. <laughs>
0: You would just be punching the shit out of each other, and then you would like look longingly in each other's eyes and just, just start, start making out. yeah, just start making yeah. out passionately. Okay, uh, yeah, who's the third one. Brant Myers. Yeah, I guess I'm killing Brant Myers. <laughs> my friend, my friend in high school had the biggest crush on Brant Myers, and I don't you know had why. Interesting friends
1: in high school.
0: <laughs> we were all kind of a mess, and I remember we went to the Flyers' wives fight for lives carnival. One year and she accidentally like saw him out of nowhere and like fangirled so hard that I was like embarrassed to know her. And I was like, What's happening to you? Imagine being Brant Myers in that. Like, he's like, Does she think I'm someone else? (laughs) Why would anyone be in line to get my autograph?
1: Yes, hello. My name is Michael Renberg. How are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Final thing I'm going to ask you, if you can think of one, because I was actually trying to think of this, and it's hard for me to think of one, all-time best Trailer Park Boys episode.
1: Um, man, I, someone just asked me my favorite clip, just, like, mm. little gag, and I gave him, um, I gave him the, I'm mowing the air Rand, because that's mm-hmm. the funniest, I can, I could be in the worst mood if I just put on that four-second video on YouTube, I'm laughing. <laughs> Uh, Best episode It's a string I guess it's The last one of (sighs) Propane propane isn't the final one of that season It's whenever It's the showdown with Ricky and Leahy In the road And Ricky keeps getting (laughs) shot And Leahy's the one with the gun It's whatever the
0: finale of that season is I feel I kind of want to I was thinking about it Because I have to quarantine myself for two weeks When I get home I think I'm going to rewatch all of Trailer Park Boys, but not seasons one and two. That's three skip. to five is where it's yeah. perfect. And mm-hmm. like six
1: and seven I like, obviously. You know, it's one of my favorite shows ever. But like three to five, that's when they're just hit- hitting it on all cylinders.
0: Yeah. So I think that's going to be my quarantine activity. Well. I always like the, uh, whenever Philadelphia, what's his face, comes up. Philadelphia Collins. Philadelphia Collins comes up with the cheeseburgers. I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard. I don't. Randy specifically makes me laugh. That's really I just
1: hard. Ava like I've been watching it and she's around. She can't get away, you know, because we're stuck <laughs> yeah. here. Uh,
0: and she's like, "Why doesn't
1: this guy ever wear a shirt?" <laughs> and I'm trying to. I'm like, "He's allergic. When he wears a shirt, he gets a rash." Does she like how he takes his pants off before he? Fights? She was like, "Why is he taking his pants off?" <laughs> I mean, cause he's not, you need, you need to be able to
0: move and his pants are too tight. They're gyms. <laughs> oh God. I really wish that people would just understand that you and I know what's funny and just listen to everything that we say and watch that's, it. When you do
1: this, when you do the rewatch, every time you finish a season, just call me and we'll do a 20 minute
0: show. I mean, Fuck I else. hope you're serious Fuck. cause that's going to happen. What else are we doing? <laughs> Nothing. We'll just do a three-part series. Seasons three, four, five. There we go. I'm into it. So now you all have that to look forward to. Yeah, good luck (laughs) avoiding this content. (laughs) If you are a subscriber, it will be in your phone and you will listen to it. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. All right, Bill. I feel like we've done enough. Yeah. This is good. I got to
1: go binge The Sopranos with Ava. She's never seen it before. No way. Well, she said she watched it like when it was first on, but it was with her parents, and any time uh-huh. there'd be any sex or violence, they'd send her out of the room. I That's was like, so like what did you show. see, the opening yeah. credits?
0: <laughs> that is uh, quite a lot of the show you missed out on. I have, there's been a number of people that I've heard of that are doing a first-time watch of The Sopranos during this, which pleases me because it's an excellent show.
1: My buddy Frankie, who's the most Italian person ever, is actually doing it. That's who inspired Ava to do it.
0: How and has Frankie never seen He's never
1: seen it before. And I'm like, well, I mean, it is kind of just like your relative, so I guess well, you, you lived it. But I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: No. <laughs> Frankie's like the nice one in the mafia family. Yeah. <laughs> he's not good at math, so they kicked him out. <laughs> uh anyway go to bomb bomb and get takeout
1: yep all right that's it
0: all right kids everyone thanks for listening
1: go flyers suck it